Inspirado Projecto Radio. Hey, boo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks for the love. Also, video games for Tandy and Atari, IBM, DOS, as well as Hewlett Packard and clones of IBM. Video games, some video games that have only been released uh, through uh, different computing clubs in different cities. Um, a lot of those were placed on BBSs. Some of that data has been lost. I hope you don't mind. I used your um, clip on on my first podcast. I hope you don't mind. I'm just messaging you to say uh, thank you so much for leaving that message. Um, it really meant a lot. Thank you. It's the uh, 29th of March. Check it out. Wait, wait, wait. Standing here at the corner in the uh, crosswalks to talk to you. Wait, wait. We're playing at St. Rock tonight. Another sold out show. Another sold out show. Wait, wait, wait. So I just talked to a woman who brought, uh, is bringing a surprise party of about 15 friends of hers. It's just insane how this stuff is evolving. We just found out that the people that we uh, we did, uh, we were out in Scottsdale and uh, a couple of days ago, and yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, and yeah, yesterday. Oh, here we go. And uh, let's see if I could get, the, let's see if the crosswalk says walk right now. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hold, hold. Can you hear it? Wait, wait, wait. And so we played at Scottsdale, and uh, the guy I talked to who was kind of running running the show, uh, who hired us, he said that they want to do more of these, and um, they want to have more of these things with us performing at these... Uh, tennis matches and and uh, oh boy look at all this candy yeah 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 Easter's coming around around the corner oh my god all this candy gotta get back to the place so we could do some sound checking oof come sail away come sail away with me so they said that uh, they want to have us do more in the future. And so they got something coming up with National Lampoon. How crazy is that, you guys? This whole time I've been, I've been saying that this station, the Inspirato Projecto, is inspired by National Lampoon. I've also said Monty Python. Uh, National Lampoon. And... Uh, Alan Watts, Ken Ordeen, uh, what else, what else, what else, yeah, uh, National Lampoon, Alan Watts, Dr. Demento, Ken Nordeen. So look at that. That just says 100 milligrams of KSC. That's very interesting. Very interesting. We're going to do a pure zero. I don't know what that is. I don't know, but I'm going to try it. We're going to try it. Okay, just want to let you know we're going to try it. What do we got here? What do we got here? Does this thing have caffeine in it? Do you got caffeine? You tell me. You tell me right now. You tell me right now. 
we will get back to you later. There's more to investigate here. And uh, I must put you away for now. TT. TT. Ta-ta for now. I'm going to ask you about your inspirations and influences and uh, what your thoughts are about the process of creation. All that stuff. All that stuff. All right. So, well, I had a couple of your your, your fine yeah, folks Johnny, on the show. Yeah. So it's great. So now I get to talk to you guys uh, about this. Now, were you in the were you in the group uh, the last road. time? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's What's your name? I'm Hayden. That's my dad, Andrew. This is so cool. Father and son teaming up, working on this stuff. This is so yeah. cool. Is this the first show that you're collaborating with them on? Yeah. And um, so what, do, you, do you play instruments too? I used to play the trumpet when I was in middle school, but I kind of stopped doing it even though he was forcing me I to. I got to tell you, I can imagine some, some interestingly placed trumpet in this band. I don't, I don't know about I that. Imagine it. It. I can imagine so, it. John, Johnny, our drummer, just recently said that he would love to get some brass going in the band. It could be really cool. Paulie showed me this amazing video earlier of these three guys. There's a saxophone. It was like a baritone sax. A guy who played trumpet. And he, like, like that kind of like machine gun kind of trumpet. And then a guy in drums. And it just sounded so good. And just thinking about that trumpet, this is so cool. Man, trumpets could really... So you, you, you talk about influences. And you want to know like my well, ultimate yeah, who, influence. Sure, who are some of your... Which is the ultimate influence that got me into music was Oingo Boingo. Dude. Oingo Boingo. I've been thinking a lot a about horn Oingo Boingo section. and Danny lately. Oh, man. Their horn section was amazing. But not only that, do you know what Oingo Boingo was famous for? What shows they were famous for? Gong Show. Well, that was their... I saw them on the Gong right, Show. that was the original Mystic Knights of Oingo Boingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when there was like a bunch of... Like, as a of band, when they were touring L.A. all the time, they had one show that was legendary. What was it? Halloween. Their Halloween shows were of legend. So there are about four or five of the original band members that still play together, and they call themselves the Oingo Boingo Dance Party. Okay, so some of those guys are original. Johnny Vatos, the drummer. Steve Bartek joins them sometime. He's the uh, guitar player. Uh, Sluggo, Sam Sluggo Phillips, who is the baritone sax. Uh, John Avila, or Avila, 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 whatever, the bass player. And a couple of other guys when they can. But they're still playing as Oingo Boingo Dance Party, and we are opening for them on Halloween this year. Oh, my God. Dude, you guys, I've been watching the, the, the evolution of your band, and it's just amazing how quickly the momentum has picked up. I mean, right off the bat. I mean, right off the not, bat with you guys. Not as stunning as your ascension, but pretty impressive. But you guys just started out. We just started out as a yeah, matter of Yeah, and you're getting fact. attached with some good bands that Well, we've opened for Sweet. We've opened for The Tubes. Uh, our next show, we're playing at The Rose in Pasadena. We're opening for The Fab Four, which is a uh, Beatles tribute band. Supposedly. Dude, you guys just keep going. They're attaching oh, yeah. you to all these great yeah, we're getting, we're bands, getting introducing you guys to a lot of places. Absolutely. The fact that you're able to you know, right away, I'm thinking like, you know, you always hear the stories of like if you're a little car and you get behind like a, a semi or something and you're caught within it. And, and it's like you guys with from the very beginning, you had so much excitement and so much enthusiasm for what you're doing. And that, you know, it's so interesting because when you're in tune with that, it's going to bring you in tune with other elements that have that same vibe, of right, course, as right. you probably know. So it's so crazy. So it would make so much sense that. You guys being so excited about your project, you'll just go and bring you right into the stream of these other projects that have this momentum where, I mean, have you noticed this with other, like the different bands that you've, you've uh, opened up for and whatnot and worked with? Uh, oh my God, coffee, I love it. Oh my God, that is the best. Oh, that guy. Have you been noticing some similar, uh, you know, just as magical stories with the other folks you've talked with? Uh, you know, I haven't really talked to that many people, but I mean, seriously, when they offered us to open for the suite, I was like, pinch me. 
then when they offered for us to open for the tubes, I was like, oh my God, I could die tomorrow, a happy man. And then, of course, when I got the slot to open for Boingo, I'm just like, I literally could die the next day and have lived a complete life. Dude. That's, what's that's, so crazy too is I noticed is that a, is that an alien surfer on your uh, this is necklace? Actually a, a tiki god. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, this was actually the top of a swizzle stick at um, one of the tiki bars in Vegas, and I'm a jeweler by trade, so I actually made this. Dude, that's awesome. That is really really cool. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It is cool. Yeah, it's it's cool because um, I mean just the fact that you're going to be working with the Oingo Boingo dance party. And I'm sure you're going to be able to, while you guys, before you're setting up, you're going to be able to talk shop with these guys. Go, oh, my God, you know. Because you know what? It was actually funny. I'm a huge, huge Tubes fan. I mean, huge Tubes fan. Dude, so they must have been crazy. It was, but when we got there to sound check, it was like they were like pros on stage and they were doing their thing. And I didn't really want to bug them. And then I saw Fee, um, you know, walking around. I mean, this guy is 70 years old. I think he's 70 or 69 something like that he still puts on the assless chaps and plays mondo bondage he puts on the 12 inch you know platform shoes and you know he does white punks on dope and the whole thing and i mean so here's this guy iconic stage figure back from like the the art rock from the 70s and this guy was unpacking the bag of merchandise and going to set up the merchandise table too. I mean, he's the fucking lead singer of an iconic band, and he's setting up his own merch. And table. how cool when you think about that, like the down to earthness. You know, there's some real, there's homemade quality in everything that's going on. Totally. But it was kind of like I didn't want to bug him. Right. I, did, oh, I, I see wanted what you to. Mean. Right. There are a lot, a lot I wanted of to talk to him yeah. and do that. Like, oh my god, I love you, man. But I just didn't want to go there, so I didn't really speak to him. So well, it must be so interesting for you being a big fan of Tubes and then seeing seeing them, you know, seeing this aspect from, oh, yeah. you know, because you, if you kind of relay the message of this of this current self back to your younger self and you're like, boop, 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 like, you have no idea what you're in for. Like, dude, hang on, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> just like, hang on. Well, and, and, you know, you're seeing, you know, road warriors, guys that have been doing it for 40 years. And this is like, you know, just a day in the office for them. There's no, not that there's no magic. I mean, when they take the stage, they're fucking unbelievable. I don't think there's a tighter band out there. Seriously, they are, you know, Prairie Prince, the drummer. He's in all these, you know, drum magazines, Roger Steen, the guitar player, you know, highly respected. You know, all their guys, Rick Anderson on bass, they're just, they are at the top of their game. And, and, and watching them, you know, from just the sound check was uh, just a joy. It really was. Was it, was, I mean, dude, that must have been just so crazy, like in that moment, soaking up that moment. I think that was one of the big revelations I've been coming across lately is when I'm finding myself in the stream, in the actual reality moment of a dream unfolding. And I'm like... I'm standing here right now in a moment in time where I'm actually living in this dream right now of, of, you know, and I could think back to my younger self where he wished about an opportunity like this possibility. You know, like, oh, wouldn't that be cool if, and now it's actually happening. I have to give that high five. I need to give that, you know, take time to give a high five to that revelation and that epiphany and the fact that, dude... It's happening right now. Oh, yeah. So thank you for thinking of it because now I get to experience it. And here's good news. Now all I got to do is just keep dreaming bigger and bigger. And let's just see what, what the heck else comes our way. I don't know way. how much bigger you guys could dream. I mean, seriously. You know, ever since I started following you guys, I see how the shows you guys are booking. I see what's going on. You guys are playing like, you're like ready to be done with your day jobs. I mean, you guys are. It's getting to be like it's that. It's getting pretty and damn I th- close. I think what's so important is like, you know, um. We, we all are people people and we love talking with people in the audience and we love taking pictures with people and we, it, it's just such a blast you know it's so much fun and I think like you know um, you know and you guys too put out such a great positivity you know I talked to those guys in the in the in the radio station about it previously like just that all you guys have this good vibe and you all have this willingness to, to evolve you know and, and just keep creating and shape shifting and whatnot. yeah yeah, no, it just uh, like for instance, you're saying you, you're you're going, hey, just for kick, let's throw in a trumpet, let's see what happens. Yeah, you know, you know, and then before could, that, it, it was the synths. It couldn't happen. I mean, we took it took a while to find our, our keyboard player, but we found the right one, and uh, you know, we, we have a nice mix right now of cover songs uh, that we're playing that people will recognize, and yet, you know, we're doing a lot of original music too. So we're like sixty forty, maybe seventy thirty originals versus covers. And uh, it's, it's a real musical journey, you know, figuring out where we want to go and take this thing. Well, your guys' willingness to uh, morph and evolve and stuff, I think, really says a lot about, uh, number one, the core of your, your spirit, you know, because if you're willing to sort of improvise and be malleable, that means that you can even dream even bigger and the imagination, you know, has room to grow at that point. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Remember Johnny? Yes, yeah. Johnny, 
Dude, hey. good to see you, man. <laughs> I've been recording him out here, man. So I'll record yeah, you guys some more. I've talked, you have I've to go talked way too much. Dude, I had a I'm gonna be I'm gonna be recording you guys if it's cool. alright. I'm yeah. recording these guys right Hi, how you doing? Good to see you. So I'm recording so I'm recording uh, some of my podcasts before you guys go. Oh, okay. Are and we on can right you tell now? the at home viewers what your name is? Hi, my name is Marissa Killian and aka Mar. And um, my role in the band is the lead singer and I also write lyrics. And now tonight we're gonna be using a tambourine. So that's a new addition. I like that. <laughs> we were just you. talking over there about your, your, how your band is just willing to morph and keep adding new things and yeah. experiment. Yeah, I love it. Like, we were at Guitar Center today picking up drumsticks, and I just was, like, looking around, and I saw the tambourines, and I just thought of Stevie Nicks and Queen, and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> so, oh yeah, God. that's it. Fleetwood Mac has been echoing in our brains a lot it's while we've been on tour, oh, yeah. going around places, and it's like, everywhere. it's so cool that you brought that up. Like it's that really song, cool. Everywhere. <laughs> well, and now there's a possibility of maybe even a trumpet being a little bit, a bit of uh, seasoning. I was thinking See, we're trying to just pull cool. my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. As soon as he mentioned that, I'm like, dude, it's, it, I mean, it only makes sense, you know? You I was just talking to John today about like what the next album, or we haven't even done the full album yet, but what our next album inspire, inspiration will be, and I kind of like spooky mixed with like reggae ska, like I'm, I'm all for anything, but I really like the mixture of both, like happy and haunting, so I know it's kind of weird, but. <laughs> that, no, that's that's exactly the vibe I get from from watching guys on stage. I was telling them when I had them in the radio, I was like, I was like, you know, there's this, it's almost like it's almost science fiction mixed with western at some points, and then also there's like this uh, haunting, you know, like a supernatural kind of it's ghostly like a nature, ghostly thing. Yeah, I don't know how to. And explain we came it. from the Three Eleven Cruise. We we're on the Three Eleven Cruise, oh and there was that ska kind of reggae kind of vibe. Yeah. And I think you know your band would be a really good match for something like that. Yeah, I definitely listen to a lot of Three Eleven. Like, Iration, um, No Doubt, like, lots of reggae bands, because I love being by the beach, I love, you know, so I think that's where a lot of it comes from, and just being able to dance to something and have a drink in your hand and just bop with your friends. Bop. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's perfect. Bopping. Yeah. Bopping at the sock hop. <laughs> yeah. Come on down to the sock hop. We're going to bop. Oh We're going to bippity boppity boop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bring your surfboards. We'll stand on them. Yeah, so I'm excited to play with you guys again tonight. Um, we've been really just, like, practicing hard, adding new songs in to keep people entertained, and then also to kind of give it a break and get to know us a little bit. And these guys are doing excellent. They're sounding awesome. And we got Band Mom with us tonight. I like it. And what's your name? My name is Loretta. Very good. So is, is this like the Charlie's Angels? You give them all the instructions from like a, a speaker or somewhere? You're like, okay, here's your next song you're going to learn. <laughs> yeah, I'm Charlie. <laughs> I'm Charlie. There you go. There you go. And these are my angels. These are my angels. Yes. No, I just These are my tape. Them. Oh, good. I let them pra uh, practice in my garage. And oh, good. So they practice on Sundays and um, I, I just go with them. Yeah. I just I support them. You know, that's that's such a huge important thing that I've noticed, you know, with any success of, of anyone who, especially for artists, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who want to spout statistics at them and odds and, you know, like Han Solo, never tell me the odds. He says they had to see 3PO. And it's always important when you have especially parents who are willing to help, you know, grow grow those trees. Yeah. And it looks like you're growing a redwood forest here with all this enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty proud of them, you know. They, they could all be my kids. They're all very young, except for uh, uh, Andrew. Yeah, him and I are uh, uh, the same age. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's right. He's not my kid. Are you even <laughs> old enough to be upstairs right now? Yeah, I sure am. They didn't check my ID, yeah, though, but I am. Just, yeah. I am old enough. And we got here a little early and... That's it. I don't want to go by myself, so I just yeah. decided to drive them. And That's what I love is when I'm on stage and I am see her in the crowd and the lights like kind of shine on her and she's smiling. That's like one of my favorite moments when I'm on stage, just seeing my mama because she always it's tells so me like that she wished for me a long time ago. And so I feel like I was put here to do something special and I'm doing it, okay? And so, so when good. I see her, I'm like really thankful for her bringing me here to do this, so... Thank you, Mom. This is so incredible. It's so huge. <laughs> See, these are the stories that, that get told. You know, you're a legend. And so um, 
It's like one of those things where people talk about you before you arrive, and then like somehow your ghost is hanging out there before you arrive. And like, oh, we heard so much about you. You're like, what the heck? What? What? Who are you? What? 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 Yeah. Like, oh, we heard so much about you. So I think that's so cool because you, you now everybody who's listening to this is that you you have this the dance floor in which they can you know just experiment. This experiment. Yeah. Yep. So on Sundays I can't do my laundry, but because um, <laughs> the laundry is in the no, band it's zone. it's I'm I'm okay with it. In the beginning I'm like, oh, that's my garage, but <laughs> then it just kind of got like I started listening to their music and and I'm gardening in the back and I can hear it through the whole neighborhood. What a great soundtrack! Somebody yes, uh, I know. Oh my gosh! And plus, you get to see how the success of this heart and excitement and and, and joy, you're seeing like just how far it's it's going. The momentum is going crazy, huh? It's, yeah, they're really. I'm I'm actually surprised. I mean, really, at this point, just dream. Like, where where would be a fun place for you to play? Where's your? Let's just say, where's your future selves playing right now? I like the shows we have set up right now yeah, already. We've got say, some pretty I, good ones. I remember talking to my friends when we first started the band, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, one day I hope to play at St. Rock, but, you know, we're just going to have to build ourselves up to get to that point. And then Look immediately we got a show, and I, like, seriously was freaking out because that was, like, my dream venue, and here we are second oh time gosh. tonight Look at how with Yachtly Crew. Like, come on. How fun is this? That's, how fun is this? We have some surreal. good shows planned at uh, the Mint. We're playing there for the first time in May, and we also have the Rose this next month in April. April, and then we're playing with uh, Oingo Boingo Dance Party for yes. Halloween. So. Oh, God, that is just going to be so cool. That is going to be so cool. Can you let everybody know, what's what's your name, and then what's the instrument you play? My name is Sean Skiftstrom. I play guitar and do backup vocals for the group. And then and how long have you been with the group? I was one of the founding members of Johnny back uh, 2017. Oh, very good, very uh -huh. good. So, so that nucleus, you guys just kept the propeller, just kept going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I think when there's really good excitement, people are attracted to that excitement. They're like, ooh, what's this? You know, and the momentum keeps going. Next thing you know, you have someone who joins the band who has a wonderful wonderful mom who's giving you this opportunity to, you oh, know. She's the best, yeah. And look at all that encouragement. And look what's happening. You're seeing the, the fruits, the fruits of your labor. The fruits of the seeds in my garage. And it all does stem back to her, though, because she did teach me about Journey and Cheap Trick and uh, who else? Uh, Linda Ronstadt. Carpenters. Wow. I'm an 80s rocker, so. Oh, my gosh. I love all that stuff. That was my era. Maybe for a song, she comes in at a specific moment, just with a slide whistle, and then she just disappears off off stage. How how would you how would you like that? I wouldn't. <laughs> she just becomes this mysterious character. Like, who is that? Who is this? I, I'm the mom in the in the crowd. That's it. I, like I don't it. want to be on the like stage. That's uh, that's Marissa's specialty. She's up there enjoying herself. That's where she yeah. shines. Aww, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> As I straighten my hair in a mirror with no glasses on, I can't oh, see anything going on. But it's all good. It's all the best to it. It's all <laughs> the best to it. So now um, you started. You started the band, and then um, how far? I know when when we talked last time yes. in the in the radio studio, you had come along after things were momentum was moving, right? And what was that distance between when you you started the you started that first domino uh -huh. into when you jumped you jumped onto the train the train of thought? Fifteen months, I would say, a little over a year, and then we picked up Jeremy right before we started, right after our first show. Now, what, what was that epiphany, that moment where you go, ah, oh, you know what? It'd be so cool if we added some. Let's get some keyboards in there. I just knew that we needed another element that was um, kind of a little spacey but could just, you know, go off too and get all trippy. And when he uh, ended up being a jazz pianist, uh, he certainly added that element. It's so cool that you open up that possibility. And now look at this, because you open up that possibility, you just jumped right into it now, and it's so great because now you're adding your actual, your, your, your uh, extra herbs and spices to it. Have you been experimenting more since last time we talked? Uh, yeah, I mean, we recorded uh, an EP, I want to say, a month ago or so, and so, like, that's the majority of what we've been doing. Um, we haven't really, we wrote one song, like, new song, but we haven't, we've just been refining the material we had, so. How, 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 how many songs is your EP? Uh, it's four, so, um, and we did it all in one day. 
Incredible. How cool is that? Yeah. Did you guys play it all together? Uh, no, it was like each person got their turn. So we started with the drums. And then uh, I want to say we did some guitars. And then actually we did the vocals on a second day. But um, like all the instrumental stuff was done in one day, basically. There was a few, uh, you know, adjustments that we made. But, um, well, yeah, you got that was... momentum going, you got that excitement going, man. It's so easy for it just to flow, huh? Well, yeah, it was funny because, like, I had... Everybody got, like, two hours, maybe a little more, to do their parts. And, like, I mean, I'll sit at the piano for a week working on one part of a song, you know, that I'm writing. So it was this, like, interesting experience um, having to just, like, nail the parts and not even knowing what I played. Like, and what a fun way to experiment, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely sort of spontaneous um, because, you know, the, the engineer we worked with, he, uh, he played himself, and so there was moments where it was like I would do something and he'd be like, yeah, what if you do that, and then I would do that, and then, you know, we'd find sort of something that went and... I think at the end we were all really happy with, you know, with the EP, with the resources we had and, you know, the amount of, little amount of time we had to, you know, get it done. And Did you feel that was helpful to have that sort of outside perspective to kind of help, kind of sculpt the sound with you? Yeah, I mean, I think I actually have that perspective because, you know, they've been in the band for a little longer than me, so it's like... Um, I think I come from a different, you know, musical point of view than they do, and so it's, I think I sort of bring a different, you know, perspective to music. Well, listen, I think they brought my food back there, so I'm going to talk with you guys even more later on, okay? Yes, we got about, about 18 food's minutes more here. important than we are. Right? I know, I know, I know, it's terrible, I know. <laughs> I'll be back. You know, the interesting is, like, you got someone who has a, uh, might could be an Instagram account, maybe a story, maybe a, or a streaming live thing, and it's truly a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing um, with the at-home viewers. So you subject yourself to, all right, we're going on a choose-your-own-adventure quest today. It is up to you to tell me which way to go. So I, so I tell you what my decision is between two, uh, two things, or in fact, even three, and then you choose... Uh, what direction I go in and in fact uh, I may even use some of your dialogue so it's like it's a person who's willing to in a sense become a video game character to a certain extent and maybe you record that journey throughout the day as to what, what that person went through I think that'd be a lot of fun are here at today's venue. As you can hear, there's a healthy amount of sound check going on in the background. We're in the town of Ventura at a hotel for a charity of sorts for kids. You can check out the video of some of the stuff that I went around and recorded on if you go to the Instagram go to Inspirato Projecto on Instagram, you can see the, uh, the visuals of what we're going through right now with all these wonderful folks. You can get a peek at the amazing things that they're auctioning. Here, I'll let you take a, take a listen. Sarah Hawkins at Baba Bui, they're buying lights. What kind of lights are you buying here? Uh, Chave. Thank you. Chave. Chave. And what's, what kind of uh, functions are, are, are you expecting to be on this light? We're going to light you up on stage. So I'm going to be lit up. <laughs> and who else will be lit up? Uh, the whole band. Okay, so these lights are going to light up the whole band. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. These lights are going to light up the whole band. Thank you for listening. Thank you. 
I just had an idea for a holiday called Truesday. So on Truesday, everybody is required to tell the truth on Truesday. Since we're not allowed to uh, podcast or record within Disneyland grounds, or at least near California Adventure, I will tell you of an extraordinary synchronicity that happened. Uh, first of all, childhood friend, I, I, I don't know his name is. I think he was one of my brother's friends. Oh gosh, I wish I could remember. I wish I could remember. You know, the good thing about the phrase that my uncle taught us, that he would always say, that our family would always say to each other whenever... You know, we'd see each other at holidays, what have you. One of the funny, one of the inside jokes that we'd say all the time is, I haven't seen you since the last time. So if you hear me saying that out there, just know that was like within my family, got circulated. I haven't seen you since the last time. Uh, another one is, who do you think you are, anyhow? Another one is, I'm a legend in my own mind. So, during the song Baby Come Back, I'm not playing, I'm not back there, uh, there's no keyboard going on. And so what I do is I make a heart. And I put it on my chest like it's beating, like... And then, and then the heart turns in, into a bird. I make it turn into a bird, and it's like my love, it's flying away. Baby, come back. My love is flying away. Well, a, okay, so after we played, I think it was the third, the third one. We're out in front. We're getting pictures with people, talking with folks. And this kid comes up to me with his parents. He goes, hey, man, that part in the song where you made the bird with your hand right when you put your hand up in the sky with the bird a bird flew from behind the stage it flew like behind you right in the same direction your hands were and wow I mean that synchronistic moment I just decided to do do that and at that exact same moment bird goes flying by I was so happy that the Connors, we did their wedding, that they came by. Follow them. You can fo- follow them on Instagram if you want to know the Connors. Go to Miss Connor and go to Hello Zombie. The Atlee crew did their wedding some time ago. Uh, there's some great videos of those too, videos and photos. They're just such a great couple, such a fun couple. So good, just, just, just so, just out there, you know, just so artistic. Everyone at that wedding, everyone I met, they're all artistic. So, yes, num- never underestimate the force. Just never underestimate the Jedi powers. Force, the force is where it's at. It's where it's at. So, that's all for now. More later. Thanks for listening. Tinsprato Projecto. We've arrived to the uh, Disneyland uh, parking area where we're, we're supposed to park here for Yachtly Crew. Now, they said I cannot record on the inside, you know, the inside of Disney. However, this is not necessarily technically the inside of Disney. From where I'm standing, from this parking lot, well, number one, there's there's a couple of cute little ducks over there just sleeping. Father and mother. And then off in the distance, uh, past a sign that says, Parking Theme Parks Only. 
I'm looking off into the distance and I'm seeing the tops of Star Wars land being built. Man, this thing is going to be so exciting. I really hope that they got R2 units that are just wandering randomly around. Because, man, that would be like the closest you could get into creating the reality of Star Wars itself. Unless, of course, my future billionaire self actually decides to purchase a Star Wars-themed town just all on its own. That, that would be a lot of fun. I might have to reserve that one for Twin Peaks, though. Twin Peaks. I think I've told some of you that's, that's what I've been uh, dreaming about. My future billionaire self buying a little town and then building it to look just like Twin Peaks. Complete with characters like the log lady walking around. This whole Disney experience. What's so crazy? It's uh, Phil, Philip Daniel. It's his birthday today while we're playing at Disney, which I think is phenomenal. Dave Spangler, a.k.a. David Bowie. It was his birthday uh, two or three days ago, I think. I think it was like two or three days ago. The rest of the guys stayed over out here in uh, Anaheim. So we're waiting for them to come by. Once they come by, then we could start unloading. There's going to be some trucks out here to pick up our equipment and to pick us up. This has been a wonderful experience. We've been seeing the 311 Cruisers, folks who were th from 311. I thought my, saw my buddy John, who I grew up on the block with. He came out yesterday. I grew up on a block uh, with him in Carroll Stream, Illinois. Carroll, Carroll Stream. We've also seen folks that we've seen on quite a few occasions at other shows. Plus, uh, Disney Pass Holders. Perfect, perfect time for Disney Pass holders to, to come out and see Yachtly Crew. Yachtly Crew, we're going to be performing until the end of April. Every Saturday and Sunday, Disney, uh, California Adventure, during the Wine and Food Festival. California Adventure. going to be oh who is this guy is this Rob no this can't be Rob is this Rob oh oh it is Rob he's pulling up pulling on up alright we'll talk to you more later Payments. Get some rent racking and rolling. So it's interesting. We're picking up gears here. Almost every yachtly crew show has been sold out. Basically, every show in March has been sold out and or filled to capacity. If it was a free show, it was filled to capacity. Otherwise, sold out. And now folks are scrambling to get tickets in time. We're working with a great promoter, Julian Douglas, a.k.a. DJ Yacht Rock. <laughs> this guy's been around uh, the scene for quite a while now. All of his friends became rock stars. He's friends with all those guys. He was at the, the Dirt premiere, the Yachtly Crew, uh, the Motley Crew movie, The Dirt, 
they did a premiere over there at the at the uh, at the Cinodome, Cinerama Dome. Still have yet to see a movie over there. Cinerama Dome in Hollyweird. They had a showing there, and the and the Motley Crue guys were in the audience. And afterwards, they had a party. After party, I think the after party was right there at the Cinerama Dome, unless it was at the Whiskey at the Whiskey. I can't remember. That's a really great movie. If you're a Motley Crue fan, check out The Dirt. It's based on the book. My brother Josh told me about it many moons ago, about reading it, so it's crazy to see it out now. And I think these guys do a great job embodying each of those members, their attitudes, all that jazz. At least from what I, you know, I grew up, my brother was a huge Motley Crue fan. Huge Motley Crue fan. And it was funny, I secretly was too, and yet at that time I was like, oh, these guys are terrible, they worship Satan. When you're young, when you got brothers and sisters, there's this thing, you want to have your own identity. You want to do whatever the opposite is of your brother or your sister. So you pick your, you pick your things. And if your brother or sister wants to do the same thing you're doing, you think they're copying you and you get angry and it's interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, he was always listening to Motley Crue. And he had, I remember he and his buddies, they'd look at this video, VHS, of Motley Crue. It was like, slightly a documentary, slightly not. We were astonished there was nudity in it. These girls would flash them. They were sitting in the back of a hot tub. They are interviewing Vince Neil and these gals in the back of a hot tub and uh, driving down the street. It might have even been Sunset Strip back in the day. Which, by the way... Um, they do great recreation of the whiskey, of the whiskey. So in these documentaries, so to speak, you'd see these guys talking. You kind of get to know their their mannerisms and their lifestyle outside of the band, so to speak. And uh, Julian told me about how he he was just astonished. He was like, "Man, this this is so much like those guys. They act just like them." And he said he was at the uh, after party, and he was sitting there next to a woman, a guy who looked homeless, and Nicolas Cage. I think I told you that story, though, didn't I? I feel like I told you that story. So I'm not going to tell you that story anymore. I'm not going to tell you that story anymore. Anymore. We played at the, can't remember if I recorded there or not, Carvana, it was called. They're these big vending machines they got now out in Arizona. I guess they got them at a few different locations. But these vending machines and they're cars. They're cars that are stacked up, real-sized cars, probably about 10 cars high. And you just order it, and there it is. It's in a vending machine. How crazy is that? Here's my credit card. Here's my, or my, here's my debit card. Getting in the car today. And like a dispenser. Like a bag of Doritos. Or Reese's, Reese's penis, Pieces. Out they... Extinguished. Extinguished. I imagine a fire extinguisher. Out they explode from the... From the uh, from the slot. Now, a man, a young man, just rode past me on not a skateboard, but more of a uni. What would you call that? It's almost like the same technology as Segway. I'm thinking. It's almost like a unicycle, but it's. I think it's battery powered. The thing just zips along. It's crazy. It's crazy. Good God. It's just insane. Just insane. Just insane. Zipping along. If anyone knows the answer to that, what that might be, the Zuna, I'm not going to Google it right now because I'm about to go into the bank. However, if you want to, please let me know. Because I might forget that I even talked about this. So if you send me a message, which i got to check my messages on here on Anchor. I've been finding some great ones from Man Behind the Machine. With uh, just wonderful, wonderful folks. 
There's so much going on today. Good God. How does one follow the train of thought when you when you got so many trains, so many trains, so many thoughts zipping, zap, zap on around? Really interesting. How do you how do you wrangle them all in? I guess that's the grand question. How do you wrangle them all in? Alright, we're gonna wrangle you on in, little doggy. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna wrangle you right in, little doggy. We're gonna go ahead and wrangle you right in. I'm gonna wrangle you right in, little doggy. A little doggy. Two brightly colored cars parked exactly next to each other have caught my eye. A lime green car and a, and a goldish orange car, both shimmering in the sun. More on this later. It is now 9.25 a.m. Today is the day of three on April. Already it's April 3rd. Incredible. I am on my way. I'm so excited. I'm on my way to go hang out with Mike Schley and John Marshall. Mike Schley, we've had on K-Chung on the radio show. We've also had him on the podcast back when I was working on Black Pumpkin, the horror film. I interviewed Mike about the Anunnaki. And uh, he's always got just tons of great information. He's a nutritionist. Uh, uh, used to be an engineer. Uh, just knows about all kinds of stuff. And we're cooking up a plan. Cooking up a plan. And uh, going out to, to hang out. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens here. I'm so grateful for these moments that are happening for us here in these days. Um. You could see some of the videos if you if you ever want to check out you know uh, what's the word fact check fact check say that 10 times fast fast fa fact fact check fact check <laughs> fact fact <clears throat> fact check if you want if you So, if you want to fact check, fact check. Sometimes I don't reach the tip, the tip of my teeth. Some, some, sometimes, sometimes, times, sometimes, and I think a lot of times, I think I'm talking from a different spot on my, the top of my. What is it? What is that? What is it? What is it? It's like a little ramp. Ever since I was a kid, I wrung my tongue over this thing. And you just go, oh, that's like a little ramp. And there are two, like, bump, bump. One little bump over here on the left and one on the right. Interesting. It's almost like I, I feel like it's almost like the starts of two more teeth. Like maybe... As I evolved, so that's a tricky thing. Uh, if the Anunnaki, oh, let me get back to the fact check. If you want to fact check any of these shenanigans I tell you about, not that I document everything in my life with pictures, 
document most of it by audio. You should know out of anybody. So the stuff that is documented by pictures, a lot of it ends up on Instagram. So you are more than, uh, more than welcome to peruse the gallery. How do you say life in French? I'd, I'd say like the gallery of life. Galerie du uh, life. I, I just got to figure out what that word is. I'll be checking it out. I'll be checking it out later. Uh, Galerie du... Galerie du... Galerie du... Life Leaf. Galerie du savoir-faire. This is the savoir-faire, monsieur. Savoir-faire. Savoir-faire. I'm going to brush up on my French. High school, I took one semester of it, senior year. That's where I met my buddy Todd Zielinski. Pierre, he called himself. I called myself Eric. That was my middle name. Pierre. He's Pierre. I love it. I love it. That's, like, I love that. I I think one of the great things about that class is that we were given an alias. For many of us, that was probably our first alias. How many kids growing up do you think have aliases? I mean, maybe they make a name up for as a username on a computer. We could, I guess, we could say that's an alias. So, at one point, what do you think is the earliest age? that uh, kids start using aliases. So for me, I think that was one of the earliest times of getting an alias and being able to be a different, you know, a different name, I guess. Having permission to just sort of be that different name for, uh, you know, for that class. So if you want to, you can go to Instagram.com slash Inspirato, spelled just like this podcast. Instagram.com slash Inspirato. You can check it out, see what it's all about, see what all the rage is. Is there rage? You could check out if there's any rage, what that rage may be, and... Why, why so much rage? So those are the three questions. Why so much rage? Who has the rage? Where's the rage coming from? What's the rage about? Is rage necessary? Rage, I suppose, could be in... Um, could be a... That could be one of those, like, sort of... Uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Like a like a like a multi-use word, I suppose. Rage, like it could be good or it could be bad. There is a rage of uh, termites. Okay, so you could say there was a rage of termites that overtook my overtook my uh, my mansion. There was a rage rage of termites. Or you could say there was a there was a there was a there was there was a there was a, there was a rage. There's a rage of, there's a, a rage of art supplies piled up on my front lawn one morning. There was a rage of art supplies. Maybe I'll start using that word a lot more. I'm going to, I'm going to start injecting that into the vocabulary. Rage. Because then you can use that word for so many different things. You could be like, dude, there was a rage. I'm talking, uh rage of joggers this morning. I was on my way to the I was on my way to the, to the train station and I saw a rage of joggers, of joggers. And they were going and going, who knows where they were going? 
I don't know where they're going. I don't have all of the answers in life, so I don't know where they're going. One thing I do know, they were running. They were running. They were jogging, as joggers do. They were jogging at a pace that was important to them and comfortable. And comfortable. What were those joggers thinking about? Were they hungry? Did they have full bellies? What did they eat? Was it a light meal? Was it a heavy, a heavy chili con carne? A chili con carne burrito? Was it a very heavy chili con carne burrito? Before I gone to race? Oh, did they have, did they have the big red? Did they have big uh, chili con carne? The big, the big, the big, the big chili corn carne, okay. The burrito and the right before the rest. I need a nada enchilada. Oh, you know, this is a duck, ducky, little. Morning. So as one can surmise, there are a lot of questions going on at any time. I do prefer to leave questions rather than answers. The questions allow one to figure out the answers on their own. At some point, they find some way to answer the question. They find some way to put the pieces together to make it make sense. Isn't that interesting? How often do we have classes teaching kids that some things will not make sense. Some things will not make sense. Do not expect to solve the mystery every time. However, having said that, do, do expect and do know that there will be those questions that you have for many, 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 many years and you don't even realize it's a question. You know the kind. I'll tell you one right now. So you hear that, so yeah, there's, there's a question in your brain. Someday, bam, that epiphany strikes. You're standing in line at, uh, at uh, a, a Hawaiian barbecue place. Standing in line and you overhear someone say something, and, and there it is. There, there is the answer to the question that you forgot that you had or that you've always wanted to know, and it's been burning in your brain. This is what happened. One that I think is miraculous. I love it. So I've probably talked about this before, but, you know, why not say it again? Why not say it again? It's a harmless joke. It's a happy joke. It's an exciting, inspirational one. So... Here we go. I was at, I love Easy Rider, love that movie. And there's a part in there where Jack Nicholson, uh, I think he gets out of jail. They just let him out of jail. And Jack Nicholson pulls out a little uh, whiskey thing out of his pocket. He takes a drink, he goes, nyik, nyik, Indian. He makes this noise in these faces and stuff gestures with his arm as he takes the as he takes a swig of the of the whiskey. And so that's something I always do whenever I drink whiskey, any sort of liquor product, I'll I'll honor Jack by by doing that. And so I was at Love Seed and it was after the uh, Lucent Dossier show. Lucent Dossier, wow, phenomenal, phenomenal. Look at Gentleman Jack, there's a bus that just passed by. It's a gentleman Jack. Of course, of course. It had a sign on the side of the bus. You just, we just documented a real-life synchronicity right here in person. How kick-ass is that? Good God. I'm sitting here thinking about Jack Nicholson, and then that says Gentleman Jack? How incredible. I mean, that's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You were here to capture this, man. So we're about to go down on the subway. All right. 
So one of the guys has whiskey and, you know, these clowns. And he, he drinks the whiskey, hands it to me, and I go, nick, nick, nick. Oh, he drinks it, and we both go, nick, 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 Indian. And he goes, where was that from? And I said, Easy Rider. He goes, oh, my God. My friend used to do that all the time, and because my friend did it, whenever he, he, he took, a, took a sip of whiskey, I did it. And he's like, but I never knew where it was from. And I told him, and he was so happy. It was this question that was in his brain, you know, that was just jangling around back there. And he just took on this tradition of doing this thing, but never knew where it came from, what, what it was connected to, how it came about. And there it was. At that moment in time, the universe placed me there to tell him that. Oh, God, I just love it. I love these circumstances. So... Teach your, teach your kids, look, things don't always make sense. However, keep your antenna open for those moments when they do. And really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Uh, this is Kurt signing off. More later. More later.